Get yourself a beating. What happens here stays here, unless it's too damn funny. Our boss is the relative, so we can bribe them for money. You may be offended, you may even cry tear because you heard something your kids shouldn't hear. So kick the kids on out, or hell, let them listen in. But don't blame us when they take them away. So let the show begin. Time for the family meeting on nwczradio.com. This is Jason Curtis, Krista Curtis, and John Curtis, and uh, we are back. It's been a month. It's only been three weeks. Don't exaggerate. Well, I thought it was four weeks. Because I oh, was we gone. had to cancel that one before that. Yeah, month. so yeah. it's been it's been four weeks. And uh, we're back for a couple of weeks, and then we're going on summer vacation. So uh, that's that's just how we roll around here. Enjoy us while you can. <laughs> exactly. How can people get at you during the show, Krista? I'm on Twitter at Krista Curtis one Johnny? Uh, John Curtis 316. I had to think about that. <laughs> I uh, almost uh, almost spaced Clearly my name your social and media my birthday. All the time. <laughs> uh, it was my name and my birthday. Uh, it's so simple, so I remember it. And... Uh, Almost the, didn't work. The whole time the intro was going, I was like, holy shit, how do we start this show? <laughs> Mine is uh, Jason Curtis 925. We've yeah, that's my thought, too. <laughs> we've got, uh, what do I do? Uh, we've got your news coming up. We do. Okay. Uh, we've got, I'm, I'm playing some new music. I'm playing some old music. I wanted to play these guys because they just recently got inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, even though it's I don't always agree with the nominations. But uh, these guys are one of my favorite bands, so I figured, screw it, I'm going to play it. Um, it's off of a live album they did back in 2011. This is The Cure with Close to Me right here on The Family Meeting on NWCZRadio.com. I wish 
Welcome back to the family meeting. That was The Cure with Close to Me, live from Bestival in 2011. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, The Cure, which is, it's always nice when bands that deserve it get in there. I mean, it only took them 15 years longer than it should have because those guys have been around for 40 years and you're supposed to be eligible after 25. But uh, Big D's here, and I know if I keep talking about this, he's going to jump on a mic and just go ape shit. So it, it might actually be worth it. Um, so like I said, we haven't been on the air for four weeks. Which means we haven't seen each other for five weeks. Yes. <laughs> and you guys were out of town. I was out of town. And uh, I've been sick since I got back. Surprise, surprise. I Jason's know. sick. Me and uh, my my teammate that I went down there with, we both ended up getting really sick the last couple of days we were in Vegas. Too many Nathan's hot dogs? I, okay. <laughs> sharing, a, okay. sharing a hotel room? No. Sharing she, a bed? No, she, she was staying at her friend's house, and uh, I had the hotel all to myself. That was nice. Okay, so when we were down there back in, what was that, like 2011? Something. Yeah, I don't know. Something like that. We stayed at Bally's, which is where the Nathan's hot dog place is. So the last day I'm there, and I ate there damn near every day when we were down there because I could, I could get like... Most of the time, twice. Yeah, because I could get like two hot dogs and fries for like seven bucks with a drink. So the last day I was there, I took the monorail over to Bally's, and I'm like, I'm going to go give it some Nathan's hot dogs. I go down there, I then it was breakfast time, so they didn't have their menu up, so I couldn't see what the prices were. I said, I'll get two hot dogs, a fr- an order of fries, and a large Diet Coke. She goes, okay, that'll be $21. Uh, excuse me? See, here's the thing. You are remembering eating Nathan's hot dogs, but you are not remembering that we were walking across the street to the convenience store to get them. I don't think those were Nathan hot dogs. Those were not Nathan hot dogs. That was a 99 cent hot dog that was like a foot and a half long. And you had the fucking balls to eat that thing before you got on a plane, which I (laughs) like. I mean, I it's that's they were delicious. That's unforeseeable. I just I just remember that entire trip living off of hot dogs for the four or five days that we were down there. That's what you do every day. Uh, it is you, pretty you, much you, what you I eat, do, yeah. You eat 7-Eleven Big Bites six days a week. And that's only if you can't make it on that seventh day. That's Spice, true. Spicy and bite. Yeah. Everybody's got to rest on the seventh day. Uh, even my stomach. Even 7-Eleven? Even 7-Eleven. Roller meat. Does not, you don't need roller meat seven days a week. I've always said that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, need the, I need that as a bumper sticker. So, uh, how you guys were in Hawaii? Yes. How was your, how was your trip? I'm sure, I imagine it was beautiful. It was nice and warm and sunny and beautiful, and people don't litter all over there like they do here. It was nice. Not a lot of is there not a lot of homeless over in Hawaii. Uh, we weren't on Oahu, so there's not as many. But uh, the Hawaiian people care about the land, <laughs> and they clean up after themselves. What a novel concept. They don't allow homeless people in Maui. Is that the law? A lot of people look homeless, but they're just like surfers. Right? Because I remember when we were there a couple of years ago, I was like, that guy looks homeless. And then I realized he's just wearing board shorts and, and flip-flops. <laughs> you go to Honolulu, that's where the homeless are. That's what I've heard. I've never been to the Big Island, but uh, that's that's exactly... Because I've got a friend that lives there, and that's what she always Honolulu is the little island. Is that the little Oahu island? Oahu is the little one. What am I thinking of? The uh, big, big island. island is the island of Hawaii. Hawaii. Yeah. Well, I yeah, I I knew that, but she, she lives on the Big Island, and there's a really bad homeless problems there too. And it's not nearly as clean as Maui and some of the more resort islands. <laughs> hmm. The Big Island is a. Uh, it's full of old people. Like the whole island closes down at like six o'clock, like a retirement home. Like you might be able to find like two bars open on the entire island after six o'clock. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah, right. It's like the country island is how the guy there described it to us. On the big island, it's like uh, 150,000 people live there, or, 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 or there's 150,000 people on the island. Yeah. On Oahu, it's like seven uh, percent of the size of Hawaii, and there's 1.2 million people on it. Damn. Just a little Hawaii fun facts for you. Somebody somebody took the tour. And it's a shithole. <laughs> well, so which one's... I, it's been so long since I've been the, school. I, I guess they would call that the medium island if you were talking to someone that didn't, didn't know the names and they were like, the big one, the little one, the medium, <laughs> and the tiny one. Well, everybody is so... Everybody, that's the one everybody always talks about is Maui. Because it's, it's the nicest. <laughs> it's paradise. 
It is paradise. It is. It is very nice over there. Did you guys go to Maui Tacos? No. Don't don't know. No. I don't even know what Maui Tacos is. Well, that's I'm sure we, there's a lot of places that name themselves Maui Tacos. Well, that's where we went when we were over there. That little shack by the... That's every taco. That's uh, every that's taco true. stand in Maui. That, that is true. The little shack by the beach. You know, that one. There's, actually, it wasn't by was, a beach. That's there was what made sand. it so weird. There was sand there. I don't know. It's oh, they've changed the road, so we didn't drive past it. Okay. Because that, oh. yeah, that was the one right off the road that we stopped at. It was you, you guys, me, and Becca. We all stopped there and... You guys had fish tacos, and I had a like a pulled pork taco that was just absolutely delicious. Yeah, they uh they made a bypass. What? The a girl at one of the shops says, "How long has it been since you were here?" And I said, "Oh, like two or three years." And she's like, "Oh, so before the bypass?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I got here last night, and I thought I was lost." Because <laughs> there was only one road, so it doesn't make I. Why would they need to bypass it? Because it went right downtown. So now What's you that? go around town. That's what bypasses do. <laughs> is, that, is that how a bypass works? So what else you guys have been going on? What else has been going on? I'll try. I'll try that one more time. What else have you guys been doing? We went to a comedy. We went to a comedy event last Friday, and uh, they took away my uh, my homeless crazy lady bench that uh, that she was sitting on last time. I was I was hoping she would be there again. She was a pleasure to talk to. I don't think she knew I was quite there, but uh, if only more people could have a conversation with you and think you weren't there, where would you guys go? Tacoma Comedy Club. It's like the only club left. There's clubs in <laughs> Seattle still. Well, I think the underground's still there, and actually, yeah, you're right. Laughs and the underground are still in Seattle, but the club close to my house closed down; it's no longer in business. And uh, like com- like comedians go, these guys were hilarious, and I have no idea what their names were. That was that's just like just like every just like every every comedian. comedy show. Yeah, God, that guy was funny. What's well, his name? Nah, I've nah, done. It was nah, Kelsey Cook. Okay. And his name was Gabriel Rutledge, and he's from Olympia. And Kelsey Kelsey lives in L.A. now, right? Yes. Yeah, I uh, her her fiance performed in my attic, <laughs> and I'm drawing a blank on his name. His name's Kane, isn't it? Yes, yes, Kane, Kane Holloway. Yes, he. Uh, we leave it to me, guys. I got, I got this. <laughs> That's sad because I I've like I said he performed in my attic, and I talk to him every once in a while. Anytime I'm going down to L.A., I'll hit him up because he he drives Lyft down there on top of doing comedy, and I always try and use him as my Lyft driver. But uh, he's a great guy, and she's actually hilarious, and so is he. But uh, was she headlining the? Or she was, was opening. It, she was opening, or featuring or whatever they say. Yeah, because she's uh, she's Jim Norton's opening act when he tours. Yeah, I, that's when I saw her. I saw her in San Francisco opening for him. Which that seems like a very odd pairing. Uh, it works. He, he absolutely loves her. He talks about her all the time on his radio show. And absolutely loves her. And he says he loves booking her because she brings in a completely different crowd. And she is his, his audience does not know what to do with her because uh, they are completely different types of comedians. I went to a comedy show when I was in Vegas. If you want to call it that, some people might disagree with me, but I went and saw Piff the Magic Dragon. Some people in this room might disagree with you on a comedy show. <laughs> he is hilarious. Uh, they are having... Is that uh, the guy that literally dresses up like a dragon? Yes, he is. And has a little chihuahua dressed like a dragon? If Piff the Magic Dragon wasn't the guy dressed as a dragon, there would be some serious issues. <laughs> no, I, I mean, well, I, that, didn't, that, I, didn't, I had no that, idea who he was, and I was like, hold up. I think I saw some guy dressed like a... Was he on, like, Last Comic Standing or something? Or he was... Uh, he, his one <laughs> of those shows? His shirts actually say, Loser on America's Got Talent. America's Got Talent. That's what, yep, he, yep. he lost in the finals on America's Got Talent, like, five or six years ago. Him and Mr. Piffles, his chihuahua that wears a dragon costume also. He might have came back for the Tournament of Champions last year. He, was he on there? Or I know he's been back and he's performed on the show several times since he got, since he lost. Well, they don't let you back and perform again unless, I guess they do. Yeah, yeah like on the finales and stuff like that when they're trying to kill time, they bring back people that have done well since they left the show. I mean, he's not going to win to that magic guy. That magic guy was inc- incredible, so he lost. Yeah. 
Yeah. He's, he's, very, he's very much like the amazing Jonathan when you go see him in Vegas. I keep falling into the couch here. I have to keep adjusting myself. Well, since there's no comedy clubs left, at Emerald Downs this weekend, they're doing the exotic animal racing. So ostriches, camels, and zebras will be racing between the horses. Oh, my. Oh my. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, who didn't, who didn't see that one? <laughs> I can't do that shit in the summertime. It's just too hot. What, Emerald Downs? Yeah. It's only it, May. I mean, I know, I know, but like, in the, I, I just remembered when you said that. Just, I remember it's just standing in these drink lines forever. They have like one person making drinks, and there's like, hey, there's like 50 people in this line. Uh, do you have anybody else? Anybody? Do you have any? I'll take the guy scrubbing toilets right now. Just tell him to wash his fucking hands and come out here and make some cocktails. Imagine if, if you are that hot, imagine how hot that poor horse is with some 100 pound <laughs> man riding his ass. None of those jockeys weigh 100 pounds. Shut your mouth. <laughs> They're all four eight. <laughs> they weigh about seventy five pounds a piece. That is that is true. That is true because I my first job was working at Long Acres and my mom's second husband owned racehorses, so we spent a lot of time around jockeys. And I remember being in grade school, being the same size as they were. Yeah, they are. They weighed the same as a bag of dog food. And that, the horses <laughs> are running with a bag of dog food on them. Which that would be really that would be really awkward if they did put dog food on them since it's made from horses. This is what you're going to become and just stick it on their back. Well, they have to have little jockeys. They're the ones that ride the ostriches, too. The same jockeys? Yeah. Horse jockeys ride the ostriches. <clears throat> you sure wouldn't think so. I mean, these guys, uh, these guys, these jockeys are worth a lot of money. And you're just going to throw this thing on a fucking ostrich and tell it to hold on to the neck? Just hold on. Just hold on tight. Like, Look, I've been to this event for two years solid now. Those are horse jockeys. They just jump off the horse and hop on an ostrich. I know. I'm saying you you would think that like the horse the horse owners because there's always like one or two jockeys at Emerald Downs that win 80 percent of the races. Right. It's really easy to win these win these bets at, at, at Emerald Downs. You just look at the look at the at the guide and say, oh, this guy's gonna win five out of these seven races. I mean, it's well. It those probably really, aren't the jockeys on the ostriches. It used to be really easy because it was a, it was a black it was a black guy and. Uh, well, there was only one of them, so you, it, was, say, it was really easy just to go, oh, yeah, horse number seven. Hey, put 20 bucks on horse number seven. You look for the, the four-foot-eight black guy that weighs the same amount as a dog as a bag of dog food. And he won like 80% of his races, 80%, 90%. It was something, something incredible because he got put on the – it wasn't because he was the – it wasn't because he made horses run faster. He got put on the best horses. Because he was the best jockey. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> He was the best athlete, so people hired him to ride their horses. Or that's, he was the skinniest. That's who knows. That's, he weighed the less. He weighed yeah. the least. He was made out of carbon fiber. <laughs> I think he moved on though to a bigger, better track than the Great Auburn Emerald Downs. <laughs> you saying Emerald Histor Downs? The historic, isn't a, the historic Emerald Downs. Oh, uh, there's nothing historic about that place. It's uh, I Becca used to sing the national anthem there, and I know exactly what you're talking about because you stand out on that concrete. The way that place is designed, if you're on that concrete and the sun's hitting that concrete, it does get hotter than shit down there. Well, you guys know there's like a whole covered area, right? You, it's a big place. Yeah, but the, if you want to get down by the track and see the race, unless you're watching it on TV, they have TVs all over that place. You to, know, to, I sit, could to sit, sit to sit inside, you'd have to have like a big ass feathered hat and. <laughs> Like you'd it's not have the to, Kentucky Derby. <laughs> no, to sit to sit inside. It's a polo tournament or some shit. You just you wear your regular clothes, John. We're sitting outside like it's a like a Chicago Bears football game. I, I say Chicago Bears because they just get drunk because they don't care because they don't win anything. So they just uh. And on that note, wah wah wah. All right, what do we got coming up in your news? Uh, we're going to talk about driving, money, and slides. All right. Did you have anything you wanted? To, anything else you wanted to talk about? I, I don't, I don't want to cut you off or, or have you finish on, that, on <laughs> that, that last note. All right, we've got Chris's news on the way after Weezer with their cover of Tears for Fears. Everybody wants to rule the world right here on the family meeting on nwczradio.com.
Welcome back to the family meeting. That was Weezer off their Teal album. That was their cover of Everybody Wants to Rule the World. And now more random crap nobody cares about. The news with Krista. I guess that's my cue. (laughs) Yes, it is. Uh, So our first story here. So people say you look snooty or look like an asshole when you're pointing out typos on menus and stuff. You guys know what I'm talking about? I hate those people. Gra- uh, I wouldn't even call them grammar Nazis because it's just being a like you're saying, just being an asshole. Well, I can't help it because I see that stuff and I just can't not. I can't. I stop mean, pointing at out it. to each other at the tables fine, but if you're like, um, excuse me, waitress, um, <laughs> yeah, this like, is supposed to be an A and like, it's an E, as like, if the waitress like, wrote the menu. Like, how exactly. dumb are you guys? Okay, like I do, I can't trust you to make me a grilled cheese sandwich if you can't get these <laughs> A's and E's correct. Okay. Well, somebody in Australia took it pretty far, um, pointed out, well, I guess it's a pretty big typo, on their money, like on their 50 pound or $50 bill, I don't know what they use over there, $50 bills, we're going to say, in Australia. So, on their three times on their bills, they have the word responsibility, but they left an I out, so it says responsibility. (laughs) Somebody is losing their fucking job. (laughs) So, it's... It's a new kind of bill. We've had them over here for a while, but apparently they're new to Australia that have all the like the security features with the watermarks and the foily things and the imprints and all that stuff. Um, they were just released in October 2018. So they do say that they're going to correct the spelling on the next printing of the bills, but they don't know exactly how many bills are out there in circulation. <laughs> so someday these are going to be a rarity. And there's no word on whether they're going to recall them. They, they can't recall them because people are like you said it's people are going to hold on to those because they're going to be worth they're going to be worth more than 50 bucks by the time everything's said and done if they do recall them and destroy the ones that they can get back but, but that's also a great way to keep people from spending money because people are just going to hold on to these damn bills and they're not going to spend their 50s oh they can be worse shit yes they made they, they mass produced them like the like the coins that are worth a lot is when like when they put the head backwards and shit on one of them on like one coin in the fucking world. Well, that's all. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. If they recall them, if they do get a bunch back and they're able to destroy a bunch, if there's only a few left. But like you said, they did mass produce them, so the the odds of that being worth anything are pretty damn slim. Well, the funny thing is, whose responsibility was it <laughs> to proofread that? <laughs> I think it was their first day or their last day. Both, probably. <laughs> probably complain about the font. <laughs> yeah. Probably. It's written really small. I think the guy used like a magnifying glass or something to point out all three times that it's okay, spelled wrong. That guy is an asshole. If, if he's getting out of a magnifying glass just to inspect bills. Maybe it was like National Treasure he was trying to find. I was going to say, unless he what? works for the state. Uh, it was definitely small writing, but... Everything's written small on money. Money is small. They have to get all that. I know mine is, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No, you guys are talking about your bank balances. That's different than actual bills. (laughs) Um, To get away from small stuff. So it seems like the people in Spain are trying to stay young at heart. Have you guys heard about this yet? If you had, you'd know what I was talking about already. (laughs) I was going to say the deer cotton headlight looks you got from all of us is... Last week, they opened an aluminum slide 125 feet long. It goes down this big hill to connect these two streets to save people a 10-minute walk. So the article says people were hurtling down the slide at a high rate of speed. A lot of people end up with bruises and scrapes. One woman says she flew two meters. uh, That's approximately six feet for us Americans. And police just laughed at her. City officials say it was user error. That people were going down the slide laying down and didn't keep their hands in. But it's been decided that the company that built it needs to do some more inspections to determine if it's safe. How bad would that make you feel if you can't figure out how to use a fucking slide and the state <laughs> calls you out on being an idiot saying it was user error? I mean, metal slides are, I mean... Uh, They're uh, dangerous. No, I mean, eventually they, like, they, they tarnish and... Every, Slow down. No, like everything will, it'll turn your clothes to black. Yeah. And... Uh, People piss down them, and uh, and by people, do you mean Johnny's? I mean, I mean people. <laughs> well, for the time being, the slide's closed. And back to your point about it being an aluminum slide, I didn't know if anyone's going to 
if anybody was going to catch on to that. Um, so being the news reporter that I am, I checked the temperatures in this city <laughs> and they range during the year from 60 to 80 degrees. There's not a lot of rain. So aside from the bruises and scrapes, I see a lot of burns in the future. We yeah. all remember those aluminum slides. Hell when we were kids, yeah. And I did not see a stack of potato sacks at the top or the bottom <laughs> of this slide. Cause when you start talking about an aluminum slide, that's the first thing I thought of was the middle of summer and it doesn't get very hot here in the Pacific Northwest most of the time, but I remember getting on damn slides and shorts and burning the shit out of my legs. Yeah, even when it's not sunny, the friction alone. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. And I, I got big fat legs, so I had a lot of friction. I don't know what other kind of material they can make a slide out of that's 125 feet long. If they're trying to make it out of wood, you're going to have splinters <laughs> all in your legs <laughs> oh and everywhere. I mean, <laughs> what kind of material would be appropriate for I mean, a people- slide? People would be coming to screeching halts <laughs> at the end. At the end of those, it's really steep, though. Like their picture shows this thing connecting these two roads. I wouldn't want to walk up them. They need to find another way to get you up them. Like I'll walk down, but like another slide, but it has a rope <laughs> toe on it. <laughs> yeah. Just connect two slides, so you slide down one, and it just shoots you up the other one. If that would work. But this is a big like cliff. Looks like what they're going down on this slide. It would, it would be a scary slide. I was gonna say plastic, make it out of plastic. But even plastic heats up pretty damn bad, and can burn you. If it was made of plastic, you would feel like you were at Jimboree. <laughs> like people would sit on there, and they everybody would have afros. <laughs> <laughs> the static electricity on that thing would just be. Incredible. You got people riding this all day with their clothes on. <laughs> shocking. People all over town shaking hands and shocking each other. They could light they could light the city. Now Man- you're talking I was gonna say, now alternate energy source. Manually. Too. So back here in uh, the US, we have to have some Florida news because it's been a while. So a seventy year old man in Florida was filmed by an off-duty officer driving down the freeway while he was standing up and hanging out of the sunroof. So from the waist up, he's out of the sunroof. He's in this car all by himself. He says he put the car in cruise control and wanted to praise God for a minute. Um, At the time, he thought it sounded like a nice idea, but he didn't think so once he got pulled over down the street and was charged with misdemeanor reckless driving. So when he was pulled over, he said, Take me to jail. I would rather be there than go home to my wife. How who, bad who must ha- that wife be? Who hasn't been there? I mean, really. So well, do you think he off, was... First off, he was trying to commit suicide. <laughs> and then I he, said, he wasn't fuck, to, you pulled me over. He wasn't trying to praise God. He was trying to meet him is what he was trying to do. I think he was praising God for that nasty bitch not being with him for a few minutes. He finally got some freedom. It sounds like she might... She should have been there. And he wouldn't have probably <laughs> she stood up out of his the, sunroof she with his car in the cruise car. control. Well, don't you think if you were doing that, you might, like, I don't know, keep an eye out for cops? You'd have a better view. You you shouldn't have a blind spot at that time. But he's definitely standing. He's, like, standing on the seats. He's all out of that sunroof. Well, how? I mean, cruise control is one thing, but it was who was steering? Uh, exactly. With his foot. While he was climbing? And you better hope there ain't no fucking traffic. <laughs> Because <laughs> cruise control don't stop your car. Maybe he's got a fancy new car that drives itself. Yeah. Well, he's got one of those new Volvos. Don't Lots have- of cars have those systems. We have one more driving story. Um, a woman in New Mexico was pulled over for driving the wrong way on a one-way street, and she didn't take it very well. At first, she wouldn't stop, but finally she did. So the officer showed her his badge, and she said, I don't think so, and took off again. <laughs> So she was charged with fleeing law enforcement and reckless driving. My question is, who did she think she was pulling over for? If she didn't think it was a police officer. That was more of a, I ain't staying here, I don't think so, than you're not a cop, I don't think so. Could have been a cop on a bike or a horse or anything. Could have. Still, like... Like she didn't want to get on the handlebars and go to jail. She pulls over for a random person that's like, hey, pull over, and then she sees it's a cop, and she's like, nope. Not for the cops. I only pull over for randoms. I thought you were my meth dealer. <laughs> hey, stop. You're going the wrong way. Okay, shit. I better stop. I'm the police. Stop. Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> no, 
Well, they caught her. Obviously, well, she yeah. can't drive for shit. <laughs> I was so I mean, say, she's probably, probably heading the wrong way down a different street. Maybe she and that guy from Florida. They're both misdemeanor reckless driving now. Reckless driving off into a, the wor- a world of bliss. He, le- <laughs> he left his crazy-ass nasty wife. For another one? For, for somebody that can't drive. I've heard a couple stories like that where people get pulled over and they're like, just take me to jail. I can't go talk to my wife about this. Jason's speechless. I was gonna say I get it. <laughs> I'd rather I'd I'd rather you call her and tell her about this than me. Then she'll have some time to cool off while you're locked up. Yeah. Yeah, but then you gotta you gotta pray that she comes down and bails your ass out, or you're gonna spend the night in jail. Only if you don't got enough friends. That's a solid point. It'd be peaceful, right? In jail, you hope. That's it for your news. That's it for tonight. All right, we're gonna uh, we're gonna get back into the music with new music from Kiefer Kiefer Sutherland. It's Open Road, right here on the Family Meeting on NWCZRadio.com. Black Road. Georgia trees Midnight moon Just stay with me Like a lighthouse in the sky Let these 18 wheels fly Woke up this morning In a motel fire the day's dawning, I'm gonna try through the night down that open road.
Welcome back to the family meeting. That was Kiefer Sutherland with Open Road off his new album, Reckless and Me. And to answer Krista's question, yes, the guy from 24. That's uh, the, the lost boy himself. We could just sit here and rattle off all of his movies. He was not in Hancock. I still, I after we had that whole, he was uh, Hancock's agent conversation a couple weeks ago. I went to I went to work the next day and I was talking to one of the guys that I work with, and he's like, "How did you not know that that?" that? And I'm like, "Of all of Jason Bateman's movies, that is like the last one that I would think of." It was his best performance. Apparently, you did not see the sweetest thing. Or Game Night, or Teen Wolf. Even as the judge in Dodgeball. <laughs> the commentator, not the judge. Chuck Norris was the judge. <laughs> this is a bold move, Pepper. <laughs> Let's see if it pays off for him. You can't say that three minutes in Dodgeball was better than all He of was Hancock. the best part. He was the best. Okay, and don't get he me wrong. He is the reason you make jokes about the Ocho. Yeah, right? I was going to say, don't get me wrong. I absolutely love Dodgeball, but Jason Bateman was the best part in that damn movie. And I think it's mainly because he hadn't really been in anything for a while. <laughs> they like brought him out of nowhere. And he was so freaking funny in that movie. Um, I saw the... So I was driving here tonight and I stopped to grab something to drink. And there was a guy in front of me trying to buy cigarettes. The guy was older than I am. And I look freaking old. And this guy looked older than I do. And the woman asked for ID, and I've never seen such a shocked look on anybody's face as this guy had on his face. He pulls out his license. She goes, this is expired, and wouldn't sell him the cigarettes. That's the law. There has to be a cutoff. I mean, this guy was grayer than I am, and he couldn't buy fucking cigarettes. She was trying to save his life. She's just doing one good deed at a time. Did you buy a pack of cigarettes for him? I No, I would have if he asked. But it just reminded me of when I was like 17 years old, I went in to buy lottery tickets, and this guy at 7-Eleven wouldn't sell me lottery tickets because I didn't have any ID on me. And I said, Well, okay. if you're 17, you shouldn't have been buying them anyway. So I said, okay, fine. I won't buy the lottery tickets. Can I get a pack of cigarettes? And the motherfucker sold me a pack of cigarettes. He wouldn't sell me lottery tickets, but he sold me cigarettes without a license. Probably a lower fine. <laughs> That's uh, That would be pretty bad. If you would have won the lottery... I would have had to have they, somebody collect it for me. They wouldn't have paid you. I would have had I would have had my mom collect it for me or and somebody. And then they go back and they look at the... Why did you just have your mom buy the ticket? What the fuck are you doing buying lottery tickets at 17 anyway? There was a big jackpot that week, I believe. It wasn't this like must have really made an impression because this was like 30 years ago and you remember the time you tried to buy a lottery ticket. I, well, the only reason I remember it is because the guy sold me cigarettes instead of a lottery ticket. That's the, uh, is there, the lottery ticket was not the gist of the story. I can't believe you didn't buy that, you didn't buy that, buy that man a pack of cigarettes. He didn't... Uh, he might have thought... He should have had to fucking ask. You should have just said, here, I'll take this and a pack of Marlboro Lights. Hey, sir, just chill out right there for a second and hand him the fucking Marlboro Lights. And I don't know. It was almost funner to watch him with his tail between his legs walking back to his car. He looked so dejected as he walked out of the store, too. He of course he did. He has a problem. <laughs> he needed a cigarette. <laughs> he was probably trying to hold back from clearing fucking shells on his way out. <laughs> I was waiting. I was honestly waiting for this guy to just explode and start screaming out he was 60 years old and he shouldn't have to show ID to buy cigarettes. I fought in World War II, God damn it. Okay, my math might be off on that one. I was going to say World War II. <laughs> just as he's walking out, with, he's got his walker. He's, I guess he'd be closer to like 95, 100 years old if he fought in World War II. So, oh, you look like you were about to say something, Johnny. Oh, like uh, like it would be closer with like <laughs> Afghanistan, like the Afghanistan war. Yeah. Like, like the like the first one. Like the ninety two ish one. Okay, 
I was going to say, because not a lot of 60-year-olds fought in the one from the early 2000s. The, the military is pretty strict on their, their age requirements. Um, did you hear about t- poor Tiger Woods? Poor Tiger Woods? No, maybe I heard about Rich Tiger Woods. <laughs> I don't know nothing about no poor Tiger Woods. He may become... Most people call that guy Joe. <laughs> <laughs> he may become poor Tiger Woods. Um, so he owns a restaurant in Florida called The Woods. Okay. Uh, one of his bartenders uh, got drunk, crashed his Corvette on the way home, which... How much is Tiger Woods paying his bartenders if his bartenders are driving Corvettes? But uh, he crashed his Corvette and died, and the kid's parent well, kids. The guy was 24 years old. His parents are suing Tiger Woods because they're going after the biggest pockets in this, saying that he is responsible for their son dying because they because his restaurant overserved him. Tiger Woods is going to lose that. Too fucking bad. The guy's a bartender. He served himself. Yeah, that happens. That happens every. Uh, right. You don't think every single time someone dies with DUI, they they say they were always overserved. Well, the guy's. I guess his blood alcohol was point two eight. Yeah, that, that, that happens a lot. You ever see? You ever see live PD, motherfucker? People, <laughs> people pull up on that bitch and like with like point threes and shit. Getting out, doing the sobriety test. Like the cops pull out the breathalyzer and they're like, "Challenge accepted," and just kind of see if they what the highest they can blow is. Yeah, the biggest the biggest fine would be like uh, the bartender gets like a five hundred dollar fine, and the and the place gets a five hundred dollar. They're fine not gonna collect that five hundred dollar fine, are they? For for over serving. Yeah, it's it's like I said, they're just going for deep pockets. They they yeah. they realize that Tiger Woods owns this place, and they're like, we're gonna sue Tiger Woods because it's a sue happy world. Tiger Woods probably hasn't even seen that place. <laughs> <laughs> they were trying to make it. He's sound like, like, I have a restaurant, huh? It's Florida. He lives there, so he might. Uh, and they're like, he is responsible. He basically served my kid. It was the dumbest article I'd ever. I felt dumber for reading this article. But you finished it, didn't you? I did because I wanted to find out how much he was going to have to not pay these people when they can't even get this. When that shit just gets thrown out of court. I'm pretty sure that Tiger Woods uh, got better attorneys than uh, than a bartender's the- mom. <laughs> Yeah. Well, yep. Yep. And what what was so ridiculous about this article was, he, the guy, the bartender is NAA. He had gone to a meeting, left the meeting, went back to the bar, and started drinking. And they said that they were enabling their son by serving him alcohol. That man was an adult. And if he walks into a bar, there ain't a bartender alive that's not gonna say, "Hey, didn't you leave an eight or there?" They aren't going to serve him just because he left an AA meeting. I'm pretty sure, like, if you're in AA, they kind of tell you not to hang out at bars. Especially when you... Yeah, that was my other thought is this guy's a bartender and he's going to AA. That seems like that's just asking for trouble. I mean, he was responsible. I mean, he didn't drink before AA. I mean... (laughs) He might not have had any shots at the meeting. (laughs) But then he had to make up for some lost time, so he did. I've been sober all day long. Listen, 24-year-olds that, uh, that that leave AA meetings to go get drunk, they're not in AA meetings because they want to be. That He is he was probably uh, doing that because he had a previous DUI. I was going to say, you, you think He's probably about to get a blow and go the next day. <laughs> you think this may have been court mandated? Yeah, he wasn't like, oh, man. Hey, guys, I really got to go. There's an AA meeting I just can't miss. It's <laughs> This is going to be I'll a, be back in two hours. <laughs> this is going to be a good one. Julie says she might talk this time. <laughs> I don't want to miss her story. Hancock's going to be there. <laughs> He's bringing his agent. It's going to be a blast. Pepper. His agent Pepper is coming along with him. That being said, it is a shame this poor young man died. But there's no reason why his family should be trying to sue Tiger Woods. Well, all that bartender money, he was going to support them all through their old age. I would imagine that they do pretty good business at the woods. If it's yeah, I mean, it might be like right across the street from Mary Lago or whatever. I mean, you know, you never know. Which, if that's the case, Melania is probably in there drinking all the time. At least I would be if I was married to Donald Trump. Hoping for some beer goggles. 
All right, we're gonna uh, we're gonna get back into the music. This is uh, brand new music from the Rackin' Tours. This is Sunday Driver right here on the Family Meeting on NWCCRadio.com. Welcome back to the family meeting. That was brand new music from the Rackin' Tours Sunday Driver. They're coming to town, and I think they're playing at Wamo, and that'd be a hell of a show to go see. There's a lot of good shows coming this summer. I just saw the Misfits are coming to town with their original lineup. That one got me all excited. I don't want to pay the 150 bucks or whatever the hell it's going to cost to go see it, but then you weren't that excited. 150. I don't know how much the show is going to cost, but they haven't played a show, to, or they've only played like maybe a handful of shows together since like the late 80s, early 80s. So it's been a long time. People are going to pay a lot of money to go see that show. A band from 35 years ago? You would be surprised. All right. That does it for the show tonight. How can people find out more about you during the week, Krista? I'm on Twitter at Krista Curtis one John Curtis 316. Mine is Jason Curtis 925. We're speaking of great shows that are coming to town. We're going to close out. These guys just announced a co-headlining tour with Cake. 
This is Ben Folds 5 and Song for the Dumped right here on the Family Meeting. We'll talk to you guys next week. Have a good week.